How's it going, everybody? Welcome to episode 25 of the Ryan Responds podcast, the bi-weekly political podcast that focuses on today's political issues and how they affect you and me. Thank you for joining me. Episode 25 is live. Thank you all for joining me today. I'm so excited to be back on this podcast. I didn't upload it all last week. Um, I took the week of Thanksgiving off. Didn't expect to, but I did in the end. I also took Saturday off. It was a nice break, um, which, you know, I've been uploading very consistently, three uploads a week for at least two months, so I'm very proud of my streak, and I'm going to keep that going, guaranteed, through the holiday. I just was a little nervous to take that much time off because I've done YouTube before, and when I take a lot of time off, I usually don't come back. That's not happening this time. I'm back. Episode 25 is here. I have I don't have a lot to talk about today. I'm going to cover a few things that we missed while we were on Thanksgiving, um, the week of Thanksgiving. We have a few issues to talk about. It might be a shorter podcast today, but sit back, relax. Episode 25, we're a quarter of the way to 100. Thank you for joining me. Sit back, relax. Episode 25 starts now. Thank you all for coming back today. Episode 25 is here. As I said, I took the week of Thanksgiving off. I missed three uploads. Um, Didn't miss them. I didn't plan on uploading. But this week's going to be filled with awesome content if you follow me on Instagram. Uh, Currently, I'm taking a break on Twitter because I'm being shadow banned. If I come back after the week, I started the week on Friday. So Friday, I stopped tweeting. Next Friday, I will tweet again. And if my numbers aren't there, if my following is still dropping, I'm going to start a new account because I'm being shadow banned heavily. And it it hasn't gotten any better. I've stopped with the con that the, I've stopped doing the stuff that they would consider spammy or shadow ban material, if you know what I mean by that. Um, I've I've basically just tweeted a few times a day. Don't follow a lot of people. I don't retweet a lot because those are things that could get you shadow banned. I don't DM a lot of people. I haven't done that in two to three weeks, and I'm still shadow banned. I'm still losing followers constantly, and it's ridiculous. And if my ban isn't lifted by the time I get back, I'm going to start a new account. I'll inform you on that if that happens, but I want to let you guys know. Also, my Saturday upload will be an exciting one. Stay tuned. I will hint at it in the next podcast, so catch that on Saturday. I believe that is um, December 6th or December 7th, I believe. Um, Anyway, let's get into the podcast. I wanted to update you on what's happened the last week. Basically, if you were around Thanksgiving, you know that Trump made an unannounced trip to Afghanistan. That was really cool. He had Thanksgiving dinner with the troops um, at a base in Afghanistan in a war zone, which I thought was very respectful and presidential of him to go out of his way to 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 go spend a holiday with the troops instead of at his home in Mar-a-Lago with his family. You know, it's very simple. You know, it can be tough going to D.C. and working your butt off for the American people. And then you're like, ah, finally get a break, you know. Finally get some time to me, my family, for a few days. Just head home. Do that, right? But instead, he takes 
it upon himself to make a trip to Afghanistan, a 13-hour flight to go spend a couple of hours and give a speech to the troops. Very respectful, very admirable of President Trump. And I really thought that was really cool of him to do. Any president for that matter, but President Trump doing it extra cool. Um, Also, I'm sure you also saw that the Newsweek reporter Jessica Kwong wrote an article for Newsweek saying that President Trump spent his Thanksgiving tweeting, golfing, and more when in reality he was in Afghanistan serving meals to the troops, giving a speech, you know, signing autographs, posing for photos with them, and thanking them for their service and spending time with them when they couldn't spend time with their families. And that goes to show the power of the fake news and how disgusting they are at such a divisive time in our in our political culture. And she was fired. Newsweek fired her for this, and I think they should have because it's it it was so ridiculous. You don't know the facts, yet you're just assuming he's going to be tweeting and golfing. Yet he was in Afghanistan serving the troops. Very respectful of President Trump and very just a good gesture to our troops and to the servicemen and women overseas currently fighting for our freedom. And for Newsweek to put out an article like that, that he spent his Thanksgiving tweeting and golfing, is below immortal, immoral, not immortal, immoral of the fake news media. And it just goes to show you that this is what they do. They just want to spread a fake narrative of President Trump to make it look like he's hurting America and and not doing anything in the process. And it was flat wrong because he went to Afghanistan and fed the troops. And much so much respect goes to President Trump for that because he didn't have to do that. That was a 13-hour flight. He went, gave a speech. Ridiculous. It's unbelievable. And nothing but respect to President Trump. He didn't have to do it, but... It was a good move on his part. And we have a few updates in the impeachment inquiry. Um, So Schiff says that the impeachment report will be out um, Monday to the other representatives in the House. I wouldn't expect to get it. I wouldn't expect to see it. But he said Monday it'll be out. But can we review that for a minute? I know I've talked about the impeachment so much. And nothing's really been going on with the impeachment. So there's not much for me to discuss in the world of politics, but this impeachment is nothing more than a partisan witch hunt. We all know that. It's been said for, for many weeks now. It's nothing more than a witch hunt to take down the president of the United States. It's a coup attempt by the Democrats looking into a nothing burger, a nothing probe. And you saw Kurt Volker and Tom Morrison, Tim Morrison, they both said there was no quid pro quo in our opinion. We saw nothing wrong with this phone call. You then saw Gordon Sondland, who was on the phone call, on the private phone with President Trump in September, where Trump told him, you know, Sondland said, what do you want from Zelensky? What do you want from Ukraine? He said, I want nothing. I don't want anything. I want nothing. I want no quid pro quo. Tell Zelensky to do the right thing. And I think that's all you need to know right there. Okay, so you had you had Kurt Volker on the call. You had Tim Morrison on the call. You had Gordon Sondland on the call. They both agree there was no quid pro quo. They all agree no quid pro quo. Nothing wrong with the phone call. Then you have people like Vinman who leaked the call to the whistleblower. He wasn't on the phone call, yet he saw something wrong with it. He wasn't on it. 
Fiona Hill wasn't on the phone call, yet she sees something wrong with it. You've got all these people that weren't on the phone call that are saying crap stuff about this phone call. They weren't on. You know, Volker was on the call. My mind totally went blank. Vidman was on the call. No, Vidman was not on the call. My mind, wow, wow. I just got lost my train of thought. You had Volker on the call. You had Morrison on the call. And you had Sondland on the call. All three of them said there was no quid pro quo. President Trump wanted nothing from Ukraine. There's your facts. But you have all these other losers that weren't on the phone call that are spreading lies saying, I presume, I assume, I thought I heard, I imagine, I think. Guys, you're not witnesses when you didn't witness anything. You can't be a witness when you weren't there and you didn't see anything happen. You didn't hear anything. You weren't on the phone call in the room. And then, you know, so there's that. But then you also had Vidman refuse to say who he gave the contents of the call to. The wrong contents. He gave the wrong contents. He told a guy in the NSA, but then he refused to tell Jim Jordan and the committee where the second person was from. He said intelligence. Jim Jordan said, well, there's 17 freaking agencies in the intelligence community. Which one? And, oh, we're not trying to out the whistleblower. You know, Schiff and Vidman, they both say they don't know who the whistleblower is, yet they clearly know who it is because they don't want to out the whistleblower with these questions. How can you out the whistleblower with a certain question if you don't know who the whistleblower is? It's ridiculous. They're, they were caught in a lie. And it's partisan. It's a witch hunt. It's ridiculous. And it's sad that our country's going through this. Um, but I also saw that there is a chance President Trump could be able to testify in a public setting to the committee because he's ultimately the guy you need to talk to. He's the guy that was on the call. He was on everything. He's the main man, the president of the United States, the one you're trying to impeach. He deserves to be heard. He deserves to be listened to. And he also has the right to questions. You know, they have the right to question him and he has the right to question them, in my opinion. Um, but we don't we don't need this in our country. And, and I know some people are off of impeachment right now because there's there's nothing in the news about it, and there's no more hearings going on right now. But it's important. It's an important issue because we're gonna look back at this and say, "Wow, this really was a partisan witch hunt. This was nothing more than a phony attempt, a fraudulent attempt to go after the president of the United States." And I think we will look on this impeachment decades from now and say, wow, Trump did not deserve this inquiry. He didn't deserve this witch hunt. He didn't deserve any of it. Yet the Democrats heavily pushed it and wanted it out in the open to try to destroy President Trump and his image, his presidency, his administration, and his chances at re-election because there's the, on the only reason they're trying to impeach this president is, and you know, I, I quote this, I quote Al Green every single time. You know, he said, Al Green, one of the first people to push impeachment on the House of Representatives in 2017, I think in April, only a couple months after President Trump was inaugurated. But he said, I'm afraid if we don't impeach this president, he will get reelected. That's ultimately the only reason that they are pushing this crap. That's the only reason they're pushing this because they know they can't beat him at the ballot box. The only way to beat him is to impeach him. And that's sad that this is where we are in our country, where we have to do that. But 
it's a big bad thing. Hopefully I'll have more to comment on on my next upload, 26. Hopefully I'll have a little more to talk about. I want to get into one thing before I close. It's going to be a quick episode today. I mentioned a few episodes ago how you need to start doing sign wavings in your community. Get a group of 10 people together. You really don't need a lot. 10, 15, 20 people, as many as you can get. Get on a street corner. Get some Trump flags, some American flags, some Trump signs. Get out there. Spend an hour or two. Bring snacks. Bring water. You could do it for hours if you want. But an hour or two on a busy street corner, on a busy day, at a busy time, can get the Trump message out to more people. And it, it's fun. I did one actually recently. That's why I brought this up. I did my first one of the season um, on Friday uh, in my hometown. We picked the busiest intersection we could. We were able to get 15 people there. I didn't organize it. Someone else organized it, and I showed up. But there was 15 people we were able to get. Um, we had two giant Trump signs. A man. Uh, we were lucky to have this man here because he had giant Trump signs like maybe 12 feet long by 5 feet tall. They were huge. Um, so we had two of those. We had 14 people there, 15, 40 people there, 14, 15 people there. They all had Trump flags and Trump signs, and and I brought my cardboard cutout of President Trump. Um, so it's a lot of fun. We were there. We were the busiest time. We were on a Friday at 4 o'clock. We started, and we went till 5, just one hour, and the amount of cars that passed us was unbelievable. We probably saw 2,000 cars in a matter of an hour, and we got some fingers, we got some yells, we got some some cheers, but we also got a lot of thumbs up, a lot of honks, a lot of waves, a lot of smiles, because this president is doing more for the American people than any president in my lifetime and most likely your lifetime. And it gives me goosebumps to even talk about it. You can't see it because my light's bright, but... He's done so much for the American people, and this is the least I can do and the least you can do to get out and help support this president the way he has supported you for three and a half years. Get out for an hour, ladies and gentlemen. Pick your busiest street corner. And here's the thing. like, So we picked the biggest and busiest street corner in my city, and we had 15 people, so we could only get two corners of the intersection covered. We actually had two protesters on the other side. We had two people with signs that said resist because we posted this on Facebook and they probably intercepted it there, but we had 15 people at a busy intersection and it was a lot of fun. But if you pick a smaller intersection, but a busy intersection, if you pick a busy intersection at a good time on a good day, if you pick a smaller one and you can only get 12 people, you know, you can have three at each corner with a Trump flag and a Trump sign and someone's waving you really can get the message out. But if you pick a big, busy street corner, you need to slam people onto that street corner and flood it with Trump signs and Trump flags and American flags and patriotism and wear your red, white, and blue and be proud that you're allowed to do this in your country because people in China, people in North Korea, people in you know so many countries around this world cannot go to a street corner and hold a political sign they can't. They can't wave a flag. They can't do that, guys. We are so lucky to live in the country that allows us to voice our opinions freely and to share them with the public. But 
organize a sign waving. I'm telling you, when you first get there, it'll feel awkward because why is there a guy on the side of the road waving a Trump sign? It'll feel awkward at first. It always does. You know, your first couple cars that pass you, it's going to feel a little awkward. But when you start getting the honks and thumbs up and waves and smiles and go Trumps out the window, you'll start to get more comfortable. And if you get some people there to keep you comfortable and someone to talk to, it really is not that bad. And it's really a lot of fun. I have to tell you, I've done it the other way. I waved a sign, me and my granddad waved a sign in front of the voting place. We were allowed to do that. We were far away enough from the door. We were allowed to do that. The driveway in a busy library where people voted, me and him waved an American flag and a Trump sign for days in a row. Days in a row, we went and waved signs up to the election. Now, you know, there was a parking lot. People that were coming in that library, if they wanted to just park and come beat up, beat us up, we're right there. I mean, I'm not worried about that. I can defend myself, but my, my point is I've done it where it was just me and my granddad right there. And I did that because I'm so proud of this person, Donald J. Trump. I'm so proud of the job he's done. I'm so proud of the glory that he's brought back to this country. And if you feel the same way as me, and this talk right now is getting you excited, please, 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 please go out, organize a sign waving. And if you're in the Central Florida area, please shoot me a DM on Instagram or Twitter or you know, email me. I've got all my links on Twitter and Instagram, but send me a DM and say, I don't know how to get started. It, first of all, if you're from the Central Florida area, please shoot me a DM and we can wave signs together. I'd love to meet you and we can sit on a busy street corner for an hour and wave signs. I'd love that. If you're not from my area, shoot me a DM. Be like, hey, how do I get started? I would gladly help you get started and find give you tactics to help you find 10 people within a couple days notice. Get out to your busiest street corner on a busy day, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and start waving signs for the greatest president of my lifetime and most likely your lifetime. It's so much fun, so entertaining, and it needs to be happening because there are people, there are voters on the fence. There will be voters on the fence. And you with a smiling face, waving with a Trump sign, showing them that you care about them, may just humanize our side a little bit. Some people think of us as monsters on our side may just humanize us a little bit more for them and say, you know what, maybe President Trump is not that bad. Maybe his supporters aren't that bad. We're not that evil like the media portrays us as. Maybe I will look into voting for him in 2020. And if I can change three people's minds, five people's minds, ten people's minds with the sign wavings I'm going to do in 2020, I will be ecstatic. And I'm doing it for one reason and one reason only, to help reelect Donald J. Trump, the greatest president of my lifetime, for four more years. And I get goosebumps talking about it because that's how excited I am for it. That's how excited I hope you are for it. I'm going to leave that here. I'm going to leave it all out on the field in this podcast. If you can take one thing away from this, get out, organize a sign waving. If you're confused on how to start, please shoot me a DM. I would love... I'll have a phone call with you. I'll text you till my hands are bleeding because this is how strongly I feel about this president. You need to get out. You need to organize a sign waving. You need to get your friends out there and get behind the greatest president in modern American history, Donald J. Trump. That's all I have today. 
Thank you for listening. Episode 25 is in the books. If you take away one thing from this episode, it's get out for this president. Wave signs for an hour or two. Shoot me a message if you are confused on how to start. I'd love to help you. If you're in my area and you want to wave signs with me, shoot me a DM as well. Thank you all for watching. I appreciate it so much. We are a quarter of the way to 100. This is moving by so fast. Thank you all for your support. I'll see you Wednesday in a very special Saturday upload. You'll see what I'm doing. Thank you so much. Have a great, great Monday. I love you all. God bless you, and God bless the United States of America. Thank you all. Thank you.